Hello. Hey. Hi. Hi. Okay, so now here we are. We're all here. <laughs> Welcome to Driving and Barely Thriving. This is Megan. Katie. And Brittany. Oh, Brittany. <laughs> Do you have your AirPods in? No. Yeah. Why do you sound so crystal clear, Brittany? I don't know. Is it the microphone? No, I couldn't get it to connect. Oh. <laughs> Didn't reason I don't it. know. That's weird. Um, I'm going to apologize in advance if I'm coughing <laughs> and sound like I'm hacking up a lung. And you I will be drinking terrible. lots of water throughout this. Oh, I sound well, much better than I did over the weekend. As long as it's water, I guess. <clears throat> yeah. Another no one of us. Kinda, that is sick. Kind of wish that I had some uh, <clears throat> peppermint schnapps or something. Oh, peppermint mm. schnapps. And I left Where my, are you? I left my cough drops in the car, so I'm sorry. <clears throat> what is she, 87? What is this? Yeah, I'm old. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, so what I was supposed to do today was cover JonBenet Ramsey. And I think Katie was the one that had never heard of it. No, it was me. No, it was Katie. So, do y'all know anything? No, I've heard of it, but because I can, I can like dive into it, um, and then leave it open to some questions that y'all might have because y'all are gonna have a lot of them. Isn't that what Katie was? No, no, no. Mine's a completely different one that I, you know, my brain just, um, yeah. Has it bothered you? Um, it didn't until I watched um I watched the like the documentary where like they did the interviews and they were talking about their encounter. Yeah. Which which is where I got most of my stuff because it's like firsthand. It's not like via, you know, an article. Yeah. And um I was okay until the end. Um, and then I just wanted to, you know. Just not be so nice to these people. Oh, you took that, and that, (laughs) and that goes to the um, the courts of California as well. Mm. So, so Um, without giving too much away, I'm not sure if Brittany remembers the case that that you were given. No, but can I I interrupt for a second? Mm -hmm. No, Megan, you want to fill them in on the confusion we left them with last week? What confusion? Because we figured it out. On the oh, home. yeah. So I'm an idiot, and apparently I was trying to school Brittany on the, <laughs> the um, Amityville. I'm not going to say that word. Horror. But, uh, yeah. Horror. That one. <laughs> uh, but I was definitely getting it mixed up with the Velasco. Wait, how do you say it? The Velasco, Velaskin, Velasco. What was it? I think what it was. It Katie with pronounced it. Well, I can't even remember what it, the spelling it of it. With the V. Anyways, I was getting it confused with that. That is the case I would love to cover. Uh, it's just, it's crazy how it happened, but I was definitely getting those mixed up. Villisca. Villisca. That's it. Yeah, definitely. We're going to have to cover that. But I, the one that Katie is covering, what got me was the first ever video um or the first ever like when when she went out and like snuck out of the house and made the phone call Mm -hmm. and then the conditions of the youngest ones I just couldn't do it I I could I could barely do this one that I I covered yeah it was uh yeah so before we dive into this I am gonna do it we may have to um pick back up and add to it on another day because uh, I think y'all are going to have a lot of questions and a lot of well I think this happened or I think that happened <laughs> I think y'all are going to have a lot of that um, but how was your week? Um, I don't really remember <laughs> you know she, she said, I'm all jacked up on cough medicine. I've um, taken quite a bit of NyQuil over the past few days, so. <laughs> what is with us? 
Do what? Well, actually, no. What? What's with y'all? Because you're always sick. I, I, it's something that's gone around the office. <laughs> she said, I, I, I. <laughs> and then we had our Christmas party Friday, and a lot of us sounded, <clears throat> you know, yeah, and was already losing our voices, and we played some games, and one of the games involved sharing oven mitts for a oh, rat ball. You shared oven mitts. For a ceram wrap ball, it's a really fun game. But anyways, and somebody made the comment, "Well, we're all gonna be real sick Monday," and then the next day, I was not well. I was oh, getting God. over the stomach bug. Well, yeah, that sucks. Um, I'm glad you're both better. Well, I was beginning to think that I had the flu because <clears throat> I do sound better, but my voice still goes in and out. Um, I thought at first I had COVID. And then I was like, no, I can still smell and taste. And that was the first givens that I had when I had it. Yeah. And I took two tests and they're both negative, but I took them in separate days. So, um, and then I was like, oh, yesterday I felt real bad. I thought I had the flu. My body was aching like crazy. I never broke a fever though. So I think it's just a cold. This darn well, Tennessee weather can't make up its mind. Well, I have just been uh, working and getting ready for this week, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm supposed to be off every day this week, but I, I'm actually at the office right now because <laughs> I've been working. Uh, I waited for everyone to get home, and then I came here to work. We had her Christmas program this morning, and it wasn't even my kid. It was somebody else's kid up there singing. Mary, did you know? And I was crying, like, big tears coming down my face. So I'm not made for that kind of stuff. Just like I'm not made for these two cases. <laughs> I'm not the same person I used to be, and I don't think I can handle stuff. Listen, um, I'm very emotional here lately, too. I am, too. I am, too. Which gives me some questions for you, but not for me. No, I'm real I'm good. All together. Yeah, um, I don't know if Katie knows. I know I told you because you made a comment. Wait, that was what? I was listening to Pentatonics on my way home from work mm-hmm. last Wednesday. You know, that's my fave, especially oh. when it comes to Christmas music. Mm-hmm. And then um, How Great Thou Art came on, and I was just bawling my eyes out and yeah, singing at the top of my lungs. Because that was... Like any served any church service my grandpa preached at, uh-huh. he was guaranteed to sing that song. My great grandpa, sorry. Uh-huh. And so every time I hear it now, I just bawl my eyes out. It was happy tears though. Yeah. It's gotta spin it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yesterday. Yesterday was a rough day. What was yesterday? Two was years it? of my. <gasps> Oh, I knew it. I was fixing to say it. I couldn't mm-hmm. remember the date. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I was thinking it was only <laughs> one year, though. No, it's two years. A year has, has flew by. Like yes, it has. Yeah. So, it took... Uh, it was hard. I almost started crying at lunch with with Jake, but it was fine. I made it. Good. We're talking about it now, but it's okay to cry. Um, it's fine. You know, we're all we're all making it. So, yes. I thought so I was I, pregnant. So, stop it right now. Did you God. just say you thought you were pregnant? Uh-huh. Nope. She sure said she was. That's what she I said. Sure as heck didn't. <laughs> I'm gonna test here if you want it. Oh, oh I took you when it was negative. We're good. Mother Jeez, Nature just had What? Goodbye. Mother Nature, what? Decided to make her appearance. Oh, you get a trophy. <laughs> we get the trophy. She sent a trophy the other day in that uh, group text. Yes, I, I like, did. What is? Is that what that means? Because I didn't. I didn't see. No, I sent it, it I because like, oh. she said she was nicotine free or whatever. Oh my gosh! Well, I saw the trophy and I was like, well, <laughs> no babies. <laughs> Which I am still nicotine free. So good. Proud of you. It's a struggle bus. Uh, how bad is the struggle, really, though? 
Um, I have I've slowly started to realize it's not necessarily. It's not really a in a, a a need. It's just a habit. Yes, and for me, it was a stress and anxiety type thing. Like it wasn't really like I don't think it was in. I don't want to say it wasn't an addiction because I mean nicotine is and you know it causes addiction, but um, or it's an addictive chemical, yeah. but. It's not necessarily, like, I haven't craved nicotine. Like, I haven't really thought about it. It's just a habit to yeah. sit there and... Yes. And once and, you've done it for so long. Yeah, until I get into a stressful, <laughs> stressful situation or my anxiety starts going up and I'm like, that's when it really hits where I'm like, oh my god, like, I just... If I just if I just had one, like if I just had one hit, I'd be fine. It was just, it's just one of those. Yeah. Things. It's not necessarily where I think about it every second of every day. Well, I mean, you're making it through, and I think you'll you'll stop, and you'll be a lot happier. But you weren't doing it that much, were you? No, I mean. I would make one last probably about two, two and a half, three weeks. Hmm. But I mean, like, it also helped with my job because I can't, like, I didn't have it with me. Yeah. So I would go, you know, eight hours and not have and be fine until I got to the car. I don't know. And then she'd chuck on it. <laughs> yeah, because then I'd start thinking about everything that happened that day. Since she went down the whole thing. Yeah, but no. But I agree. I agree with Brody. I don't think it's a... It's just a... It's just a habit that is hard to break. Yes. Yes, I agree. Okay. But it's what fine. about you, Brittany? What about it? What about it? I told Gunnar I'd quit when he put a baby in me, so there's that. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what's funny is I just, before before I uh before I just decided to to because here here's here's what happened. So I had I had one and uh, my parents came down to visit, so like it was hidden, <clears throat> and um, we were we were going out, and so I set it on my uh my dresser. Words are I, hard, it, aren't they? Words are really hard for some reason. Wait, um, your parents didn't know? No, they still don't know. Oh my gosh! Okay. I hit it really anyway. So. I set it on the dresser and it didn't, it wasn't giving me like this, like the flashing that it was dying or like the juice was going bad, which didn't really make sense because I literally had just gotten, had just gotten it like two days prior. Yeah. And so that, I think I got it on Thursday and this happened on Sunday. So, um, which is very unusual. And so we get, we get back. And I come upstairs and I go to hit it and nothing's coming out. Like nothing. It's just blinking red at me, which means it's dead. Which I was really confused because I'm like, there's no way. So I charge it and it was instantly burnt. Huh. You got a bad one. And so I <laughs> I told <laughs> I told I told Jake. I said I I went outside and I told him about it. He was like well, do you want me to, like, run and get you another one? I was like, no, it's fine. Like, I'll get one on Tuesday. When we go into town, it's fine. He was like, you're really going to go, you know, like a whole <laughs> 36 hours. <laughs> you sound like an Amish person. Like, back in the day, I'll get it when I go into town. Yeah. The <laughs> it's fine. Weather. I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll get day. it. I was like, I'll get it on Tuesday. It's fine. And then Monday, I got hit with the stomach bug. And then Tuesday rolls around, and I was like, 
nah, fam. I, <laughs> nah. And then, so, yeah. And then it just kind of progressively got, like, I kept going, and you know. Yeah. Nice. But I always, but back back to the original story as to why I was telling you. I used to tell Jay all the time, I was like, I'll quit when I get pregnant. Oh, that's funny. You and Brittany need to stop. Just stop. But now, but now it doesn't even now it doesn't matter because you know I've already, I've already quit. So go, well, go you. Good job. Um, I'm Brittany. You're next. You're good. No, I'm just kidding. I'm well, kidding. I guess you'll know when I'm pregnant then. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm done. Okay, so I am going to do that case, but I do want to, I have like three questions, little icebreakers, little, uh, uh, I need to know what these questions that, uh, that the, the listeners, oh my god, oh, oh, wait, 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 Katie, did you listen to last week's? No. You have a question to answer from last week, so that's what you get from not listening. Does she? Because one of these questions that I have was from somebody. Um, no, you asked us. You asked a question at the at some I? point in last week's episode, and you said, "Katie, you better be listening. You probably won't, but you better be listening because you have to I answer did. it too." I did say that, and it was something about Christmas. Yes. What was your, your favorite childhood memory? Yeah. Even though we twisted it and did not give a favorite memory, we just told about Christmas Day. <laughs> Didn't as we a told, child? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> What's Oh my god, like okay, so my favorite childhood memory? Christmas yeah. memory. Yeah. Christmas memory? Now and it can be the original question was it can be any day in the month of December. It does not have to be Christmas. Uh okay. Um so that's easy. Uh so growing up my grandmother on my dad's side, we always had a um we always had her Christmas, like, the 22nd or uh, the 22nd, like, a couple days before Christmas, but after my dad's birthday. I mean, it's not, it, I think uh, one year it was on his birthday, but whatever, besides the point. Um, we'd have it, like, close to Christmas, but before. Um, and, like, my entire family would get together and she had, she was one of those that bought presents all year because she had so many kids that she had to buy for. Um, and if you were under, like, I think it was, I think she stopped at 12, 11 or 12. Like after, if you were under the age of 12, you got like a certain amount of gifts. And then every, like all the older kids, once you hit your teen years, you only got like two or three. Um, and one year, I got a um, Cinderella snow globe with Cinderella and Prince Charming in, like in the in the snow globe. I asked all that, and <laughs> that's what that's what I was getting to. And I I don't remember how old I was when I got it, but um, I still have it to this day. Um, it still plays music. And, but it's so, it's been so long that the arm of Cinderella is off. Prince Charming is like fallen over, um, but I can't find it in me to throw away. No, you find a way to fix it. Um, so, yeah. And like, it's like parts of her dress are coming apart. Um, because it's just been, it's just been so long, but that, that having those Christmases, um, would probably be one of my favorite, would probably be my favorite, uh, memories from like the month of December. Yeah. She answered that a lot better than we ever did. Well, the reason I brought it up is because I (laughs) finally remembered one. Oh, okay. (laughs) It was, it. Technically, it's not in the month of December, but it does have to do with Christmas. Okay. Not okay. And it was a tradition for my mom's mom's house. 
um, all of the grandkids would get together the day before, or sometime like Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday before Thanksgiving to all go put up our Christmas tree and decorate for Christmas. Um, and then we wouldn't, but we wouldn't light the tree until after Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. So, so y'all did it before Thanksgiving dinner? Y- yes. We, I mean, well, we would all decorate, like, we would put up the tree, put all the ornaments on, hang all the garland around the house, put the lights on her shrubs out front, like, the whole nine yards. But we wouldn't turn any lights on until after Thanksgiving dinner. We love that. And love now it's that. just two of us that go do it. Aww. Well, at least you still do it, though. I didn't get to do it this year, and I was real upset. I will say that is one of my favorite memories, um, decorating the tree with my siblings. And I don't understand, because she gave us a box each. Like, we all had our own set of ornaments. And uh, <laughs> I don't understand how she she was able to let me and my siblings do it because I cannot let McKenna decorate that tree and my OCD (laughs) kicks in and I ruin like I ruin what could be good Christmas memories for her because I'm like no can't go there (laughs) I can't touch (laughs) and I'm like you know what just decorate the tree in your room and I'm way way too uptight about the Christmas tree yeah but but I made I made up for it, I think, because, like, I let her decorate the tree in her room, and then we decorate the one in my room together. Uh, you got three Christmas trees. We're four. Damn. Um, <laughs> I, I got one. But the one in the bedroom, I think Brittany might have went in there. She might have seen it this, this holiday season. I did not <laughs> um, decorate it. Uh, it's not lit, because when I plugged it up, half the lights weren't working, and I got upset. And we pulled out some of the ornaments. It's not even fluffed. Like, it it looks awful. But, like, the, the... Okay, so the tree in the bedroom is, like, stuff that the kids have made. And that's another thing. My mom used to put all of that stuff out in the living room tree. And I'm over here, like, nah. Yeah, so that's how put mom... in the bedroom. But, I mean, I, I hope... I hope that I'll change. But we'll see. Uh, but I, I like to put all of those honestly I like to put all those in the tree in the bedroom because I like to go to bed I like to look at them I like, like to keep them close but we just hung like the ornaments we've gotten this year from school and like stuff we've done at home we've just hung them on the tree and this morning I woke up to, of course I do elf on the shelf and I woke up this morning to uh, underwear all over that tree and the elves uh tacked to the wall stuck in underwear and a sign saying miss piggy did it all (laughs) (laughs) and mckenna was like yeah miss piggy made your tree look better since you don't know how to decorate it dang because i've never not decorated that tree i and I've been in the Christmas spirit. Like, it's not that I've been down and, and out this season. I've, if you've seen my bedroom, you promise you, you've never seen it like this before. I didn't um, really pay attention when I was there. They do it. say, look, they do say a wife's bedroom is a reflection of how she feels. But I don't know. <laughs> oh, damn. I think it just means that, it. I don't remember, I'll have to find that, that, thing where I read it but it was like if a room is super cluttered stuff in every corner her mind is super cluttered and you should probably help her relieve that or oh my god stress that's my life right now that can you tell that to my husband (laughs) I mean I can tell it to y'all spouses but uh they ain't gonna listen not right now they'll listen when they want to like there's shit He's actually supposed to be in there doing dishes as we speak, and I still hear the TV going, so that tells me it's not getting done. <laughs> or or he left the TV going, and he's in there doing it. Mm. <laughs> uh, anyways, moving on. <laughs> I, told, I, told, I told Jake we were, we were recording. He was like, well, I guess I can play my video game, and I was like, yes, you can. It's fine. <laughs> yes, you can, but only for 45 minutes, and then no, I'm just kidding. Only <laughs> until I get done. <laughs> And then you have to scrub the floors and... No, I'm just kidding. No. Okay. <laughs> so, I have a 
funny question that I, that I promise I will <laughs> jump into this, this case. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the last thing that you searched on your phone? You have to be honest. Honestly? Yeah. Because I forgot to post the Instagram post. The last thing I searched was that case. So I can make the Instagram post. <laughs> Uh, the last thing I searched on my phone, yeah, was my student loans. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fine. I uh, <laughs> I got depressed too when I saw the numbers. So <laughs> you got what? I got depressed when I saw how much I owe. So oh, oh, why'd you go and do a thing like that? I don't know. I'm an idiot. <laughs> well, because I like I I was on like the like save plan or whatever. Yeah. And then the other day, like last week, I I just had this feeling to to check my just to check check in on it, make sure everything was okay. Because I'm terrified. You know how y'all know how I am about my bills. Like, if they're not paid three days in advance before the due date, I'm freaking the hell out because I think it's going to be late. So, I had this just feeling like, check your check your student loans. So, I did. And I had a payment due. And so, I had to chip out, you know, however much the, the bill was due or how much the payment was. And um, it just, it freaked me the hell out because I was like, I'm not supposed to be, you know, it's not supposed to be like that. So I was double checking to make sure things were the way they're supposed to be. And like, I don't know what's going on, but so what happened to your safe plan? Well, some of my student loans have them or have it. And then others are just in standard repayment. So I'm, I'm just, I'm really, I'm really confused. And every time I get the nerve to call them, I just, I don't want to sit on the phone for three hours because the last time I called, I the wait to talk to somebody was an hour and a half. Yeah, they and suck. I like it was like you can hang up and we'll save your spot. And so <sighs> constantly just like checking my phone to make sure I don't miss a phone call stresses me out even more. Mm. So um it's fine. <laughs> Um, but in the end, I'm trying to get my bill situated where, um, they're not so scattered, if that makes sense. Like I have a bill due on the 5th and then I have a bill due on the 11th and then I have a bill due, I have two bills due on the 15th. Well, that's a lot of money coming out of, you know, one check. And so I've moved uh, one paint, the payment that was on the 11th, I've moved it to the 5th to be with my other payment. And then my two big payments are at the end of the month. So, um, well, not really two big payments, but uh, my car payment and my car insurance is at the end of the month. And my credit cards are due at the beginning of the month. That way, I'm not stressing about missing something in the middle. And I picked a day to where throughout the year, that date gets further and further away. So when I get paid, I'll automatically just pay those bills. And then whatever I have left, I will divvy into my savings account and my extra, like, bill money in case a bill comes up unexpectedly so um but then I was so I was doing that and I got my car insurance changed that was due on the 15th just like my car payment is and so I've been watching my bank account waiting for this like payment to come through because that is the only thing I have on auto draft (laughs) she said I've been waiting for it to dwindle (laughs) yeah that's the only thing I have on auto pay is my car insurance. And so I know it comes out on this day. And so I know to make sure to have that amount of money in the, in the account. So I'm just watching my, I'm watching my bank account and it's not coming out. 
And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> if y'all heard that, it was my stomach, I swear. Continue. Um, and so I called <laughs> I called my insurance company today and I was explaining the situation and they were like, Oh no, they were like, You um they said you're you're because I thought my like my insurance somehow my my plan got you know changed or you know it got canceled or whatever because it hadn't come out yet so they were like nope your plan is fine um but with the way you changed your due date you're not gonna have your December and January payment are gonna come out on the January date so instead of paying my normal payment I'm gonna pay for December and January on one day and then Oof. it'll go back to regular being like my regular monthly payment in February. That makes no sense. That's what I said. But it, I mean, it's fine because I know how much to expect. And so I'll make sure to have that. Like, it's not a lot. Like, it's not like it's not going to break me. But um, so I'll make sure to have. Like, it'll be one of those things where that's where that extra money that I put into my bill money help out with. But, yeah, so I just, I panicked. And this adult life of, you know, making sure you have money to, you know, survive is not fun. So. Uh, No, I'm trying to get out of it. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out ways to um, pay some, you know, pay some stuff down. McKenna told me she wasn't a kid um and I said all right good can I take your spot you can be the adult amen she she is something else lately but anyway anyway yeah so I don't know how we got on that topic uh it was the question oh (laughs) what was the last time you you searched and mine is not uh fun at all it was literally sign language because I was fact checking myself oh on <laughs> language yeah. yeah because i was signing away and i was in a public place and then i was, I was like mm, was that correct and then someone in here gonna know that i did not do it correctly so i instantly googled it while i was sitting there and uh i did not do it correctly so i was <laughs> <laughs> i was a little upset i was disappointed I was in myself because I mean I'm pretty good at that, but anywho, that's funny. <laughs> it's such such a great grand life that I live, mm-hmm. full of excitement. <laughs> um. Okay, so I will start this case, okay. and y'all, please jump in if you have questions. Cut me off because uh, I have a feeling like I'll do I'll do part of it, and then we can finish it in the next one. Okay. Because you're going to have questions. I think. You should. Okay, so this is the case of John Benet Ramsey. A six-year-old girl who was murdered December 26, 1996. Oh, oh my God, the day after Christmas? She was actually murdered on Christmas. The year we were born? Oh but my she God. was found uh, the 26th. Um. Our birth year sucks. (laughs) So it says, what I'd put was, do you know the case? And after I said the name and the age and the year, do y'all still not know the case? I've heard, like, I think I listened to Crime Junkie do it, but I was also at work when I listened to it, so I only heard bits and pieces of it. Yeah, Uh, and I was also only, like, you know, two and a half months old when this happened. Shut up. 1996. I wasn't that... I was only in... First grade? I was only a yeah. month old. I was yeah. in first grade. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was doing my ABCs and one, two, three. Like a month and 12 to days to be exact. Yeah. A month and 14 yeah. days. Sorry, I can't do math. Anyways. Uh, okay, so she was a, a, a pageant girl. A six-year-old pageant queen. She'd been in multiple and she'd won them. And her family was originally from Georgia. And they had moved to border, border, Boulder, Colorado. I can't read my handwriting. Sorry, y'all. Uh, this is still to this day one of the greatest unsolved murders of all time. Still unsolved. Still. Oh God. 
what? they have a they have people that they think, um, but nothing has ever panned out. Um, and I just did like a quick overview of it. Um, we can be dive deeper into it if there are a lot of questions. Okay. Um, John and A went missing Christmas night. The day after Christmas, the Ramseys got up to prepare for their flight to Michigan to see other family members to celebrate Christmas. They normally let the kids sleep while Pat and John, their parents, pack everything up, and then they'll wake them up and just put them in the car in their PJs. Smart parents. That's what I do. Pat was headed downstairs. Pat is the mom. I mean, of course. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, her name is John Benet, so I don't want to get that confused. Um, Pat was headed downstairs to get coffee and she saw a note laying on the staircase. It was a letter, three pages in length, stating someone had their daughter, John Bonet, and the note stated that they wanted $118,000 or they will kill John Bonet. Oh my God. The parents ran to Burke's room, which is her. Yeah, it's it's very, like 118,000, not like. A half a million or a yeah, million like or 118,000 that's a very specific amount of money so yeah and exactly that's, that's a lot of money in 1996 well and let me add the family was they were beyond billionaires they were very well off oh okay um he was some tech guy um and he had moved to colorado to kick off a new business and it had it had done really well uh, the parents ran to Burke's room, which is her older brother, but John, John Bonet was not there. She normally slept in his room whenever she would struggle to sleep. So the night before, they were at a Christmas party, and they went home about 9 o'clock because they knew they had to catch a flight the next morning. And John Bonet fell asleep in the car. Her dad uh, carried her up to her room and just laid her in, her, in the bed, and her mom went up there and you know prepared her and got her into bed. The family was asked to not call the FBI or the cops. The kidnapper said that they they would call around eight to ten a.m. and let them know where they can find John Bonet as long as the money was there. So John called his um, what are they called the financial advisors. He -hmm. had his credit card um, spendings up so that he could give the money to the kidnappers. Uh, time passed and nothing had happened. The police thought that they were time passed and nothing happened. Police that were in the home asked John and his friend if they would look through the home one more time to look for clues. So they started down in the basement. They went to every room except for the back room. John started walking towards it. He remembered there is a window in that room. As John got to the last room, he opened the door and he saw John Bonet laying on the ground covered in a blanket. John screamed. Her hands were tied together above her head. Her mouth was duct taped shut, which her father pulled off immediately and was trying to save her, even though it was too late. He then picked her up and carried her up the stairs. And he laid her on the ground and up in the room with all the cops and her mother. They couldn't get the knots off because they were too tight. Uh, her wrist, her everything was, was like tied together. And there was, here, I'll just get to this. The autopsy. I'm going to skip well, over to that because second. it wait tells you more. Wait a second. Yes. So she was there the whole time? She was so there the whole really time. Nothing? So no. did they kill her in the house? Yes. Um, and and we're they were just trying to get money, and uh, how do you they, not- they had already killed her. How are you going to get money if you don't do what you say in the note? But yeah. They were asked, I think they were asked to leave the money. I'll have to look at that note a little bit more. It was three pages long. Okay. Um, they were, they no, they were asked to, they were told they were going to call between eight and ten to tell them where to put, where to put the money. That's what it was. Where uh, to take the money to. Um, but she was I'm guessing for that time. She was found after that time because once that time came and went, they were like, "Let's search the home one more time for clues." Uh, I, yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna. They found her with her hands tied above her head and duct tape on her mouth and her wrists and everywhere else. She was 
tied with white cords. So I'm going to jump over to the autopsy. During the autopsy, it was discovered that John Vinay had died from strangulation in addition to a skull fracture. Her mouth had been covered with duct tape and her wrist and neck were taped with a white cord or were tied with white cord. Her torso had been covered with a white blanket. There was no conclusive evidence of rape. There was no semen found on her body or evidence that it was locked away, although she was sexually assaulted. There was a makeshift, uh, it was a garret, but I'm not, I'm not real sure what a garret is. I even Googled it and it, that's an attic. So I'm not sure what they were trying to say here, but it was, it was like a wooden piece, kind of like a paintbrush um, that had her hands tied together. So I'm not, I think that's what was used. Anyways, it was like one of those really big, thick paintbrushes what had her, her arms tied above her, but she might've been abused with that before. Mm. Uh, that was very unclear. Um, anyways, the coroner also found what believed to be pineapple in John Bonet's stomach. Her parents do not remember giving her any the night before. However, there was a bowl found on the kitchen counter and it had her brother Burke's fingerprints on it. At that time, those fingerprints didn't really mean anything and they couldn't do anything with it. Um, Wait, what? They they couldn't they they, they did not uh, have Her. the the um, means to figure out whose fingerprints those were in nineteen ninety six. Apparently, but, I was okay. thrown off by that too. Hold on, let me just I hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so, young girl killed inside her own home. Mm-hmm. It's her, she's six, her brother's nine, her parents, and that's it. But the bowl of pineapple in the kitchen. They said that she went straight to bed. They never fed her, but it had Burke's fingerprints on it. So he could have gotten up for a midnight snack, but they never heard him. But then how'd she get pineapple on her stomach? Well, that's, that's a question for ages that has never been answered. Okay, moving on. I know. I know. <sighs> but they maintained that Burke was in his room all night. And there's never been any physical evidence to reflect otherwise. The only thing that was ever found of Burke's was fingerprints around the bowl. Weird, though. Mm-hmm. Although, the intruder theory had a lot of physical ev- evidence to support it. There was a boot print found next to JonBenet's body, which did not belong to anyone in the family. There was also a broken window in the basement, which was believed to be the point of entry. Additionally, there was DNA drops of blood found in JonBenet's underwear. And the floors of the Ramsey house were heavily, heavily carpeted, so you cannot hear people walking around. So they couldn't have, they, they could have not heard Burke because of that also. Did they do, did they figure out whose blood it was? So... They did, and there's a few people that popped up. Um, but one man's blood, what was his name? I think he played a, a fake Santa. Uh, I'm t- we're probably going to have to dive into this deeper on the next one. Um, he, she had been around a fake Santa that day, and his name, uh, it was released about 20 years later. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, let me see. They also thought the housekeeper might have done it because she had she had just got done asking them for $2,000 right before Christmas, and they found duct tape and white cord in her home, but her alibi checked out, and the handwriting on the letters or on the ransom note did not match. Now, they did discover that the ransom note was, was wrote on Pat's notepad and that there had been, like, a spot where whoever the kidnapper, quote unquote kidnapper, had wrote, and then they like tore it off and started again. So it was like a, a practice note. Hmm. Well, you know, alibis can lie. Alibis can definitely lie. And what was the other thing you said about her? Uh, about the housekeeper. Yeah. Oh, she had just asked for money, and they found duct tape and white cord. But I mean, you're gonna find duct tape and white cord in my house. 
Yeah. Um, not in mine. <laughs> she said, "I didn't." Never, I got blackboard, but I ain't got no duct tape. Oh my gosh, I have. Wait, I don't have any more duct tape, but I used to. Hmm. Um, our old house, though, we always had some. So I mean, it that's kind of a household household item. But the thing is, is it like obviously with her being the maid, she'd have access to the house, so there'd be no point in breaking a window. Exactly, that's true. And the Unless... footprint was pretty big. Unless she was trying to make it look like, you know, hey, it's it's a imposter. I mean, why was she was does she did she have a husband she have to support that? She went had a whole did? family. Um, well, maybe the husband did it. Cause maybe okay, so if you think okay, hold on, we're gonna experiment with this. <laughs> um, because I mean, if she's the housekeeper, she knows the ins and outs of the house. Yeah. So, which would, which would, like, show why the window was busted where it was, why, you know, they knew where to write, where to lay stuff, where to place, yeah. No, it's true, it's true. Oh, I remember Um, the other thing I was going to say. And um, the handwriting didn't match hers. Um, Have you ever heard of writing with your non-dominant hand and it not matching? Amen. Yeah, and this handwriting looked pretty rough. Like, we'll share it on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. But also, one of the most famous suspect suspects, I cannot talk for this, was John Kerr, or Carr. John Carr, I believe it was. He was arrested in 2006 because he confessed to killing John Bonet by accident. He said he had drugged and, and sexually assaulted her. Uh, he was eventually dismissed um, as a suspect because... There were no drugs in her body, and the I was DNA. Burger with pineapple. I don't know. I don't know, but the DNA, like the blood DNA, did not match him. Even though he said he did it, though. Maybe he's covering for somebody. Yeah, but who though? And that's two thousand. That's ten years later. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. But Here's also, a- well, there was uh, in 2006, the Boulder attorney, Mary Lacey, took over the case and she agreed that the federal uh, prosecutor, that the um, intruder theory was more plausible than the Ramseys killing their own daughter. Under Lacey's lead, investigators developed a DNA profile uh, from skin left behind or. DNA, DNA, I cannot talk y'all, I'm done with this, left <laughs> behind by skin cells on her long johns. So, like, how many years later? Uh, ten years? They mm-hmm. they were able to go in and get her pajamas that she was wearing, and they scraped them, and they found skin cells that did not match anyone in the home. So, that means someone had touched her, like, pulled her, her pants down and pulled them back up. Huh. Um in 2008, Lacey released a statement detailing that the evidence um, is to fully exonerate the entire uh, Ramsey family. And yeah. in 2010, see, it keeps going. The case was officially reopened with a renewed focus on the DNA samples. Further testing had been conducted on samples and experts believe that the sample is actually from two individuals rather than one and in 2016 it was announced that the dna would be sent to the colorado uh, bureau of investigation to be tested using a modern day method or modern day methods to hope to catch the killer uh still nothing no (laughs) and at this point um patsy which i kept calling her pat but patsy she has passed away already mm. without knowing what happened to her daughter. You're right. telling me they sent DNA away in 2016 and it is now almost 2024 and we haven't had a word back? Nope. There has been oh and uh, tw- uh, I think it was yeah it was the 20th anniversary her brother Bert did his first ever interview he finally spoke up um, he did it with Dr. Phil and uh, 
he was there's a lot of people who have mixed theories about him I think on the next episode we will play a little bit of his interview with Dr. Phil okay I think that would be good for everyone to hear yeah Hmm. any thoughts besides what you already I don't know I don't know either. That's for the longest time they they said it was Bert or the mom. Um, the mom was also a pageant queen herself, and the dad said that they had let like I think a year before or two years before they had let people into their home and they did a um, like a live footage uh, showing their house and introducing the family and then. Uh, that that Christmas, uh, John Bonet had sang at the mall. Um, I think it was Jingle Bell Rock, and there were a lot of people in and out of the home that entire month. And she was also in a in the parade where she won uh, Miss Colorado or whatever, and her name was plastered on the side of the car, which people still do to this day. Like that's how they, that's how you ride in a parade. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I feel like that was the worst decision I've ever made as a father. Um, putting her name out there and letting so many people into our lives. That's mm. mm. sad. Very much. Mm. I don't know. There's just there's too many. There's too many variables with that one. Oh, too many loose ends. Yeah. There's a lot of them. Yeah, I don't know how to. I'll have to think on that one. We'll have to play the the Dr. Phil episode. Uh, and we will, we can end this right, right now and pick up on the next episode. Well, this one will air right before Christmas. So, yes, we this wish is a you Christmas a Christmas murder. Merry Christmas. <laughs> you filthy you animal. Filthy animal. <laughs> and we'll see you next year. Amen. <laughs> will we? Will we? Is that when we're going to start our videos? Hell no. Ooh. Yeah. TBD. Me, me, me. TBD. Good boy. <laughs> it's happening. Okay. I'm down with it. <laughs> she said goodbye. Okay. You can do, look, we can even do it over this. Like, we can just video chat and record it. It's called screen recording. I'm real good with it. Okay. Mm, I'm excited. I mean, our facial expressions sometimes, like, that's got to be recorded. <laughs> you mean Katie's facial expressions? Yes. Y'all say something Absolutely. Yes. They cannot okay. be missed. The, the world needs to see them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I will see y'all next week. Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye. Go Love Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. bye.